0: Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Rainbow. I'm your host, Elaine Haya. Today's episode is a special quarantine one. It was inspired by some submissions I got about doing a podcast episode about how to deal with these quarantine times mentally, physically, emotionally, dating-wise. So I thought, why not get the expert of all experts about everything in life, my sister, Sharona Dane. She's gonna laugh at this intro because she's like, I'm zero an expert about anything. What are you even saying, Elaine? That was so in her voice. Basically, I just wanted her on this episode because people love Sharona Dane more than they love me. I'm convinced about this, that she is the star of everything I do. So I'm making her my little puppet and my guest on this episode. I just always love what she has to say. I think it's really entertaining and slash I made her do a TikTok with me for this episode. So go check out my Instagram for that. On this episode, we talk about how it's like for her adjusting to the quarantine times. To be honest, I really wanted her to do this episode because for me, the shift of working at home, for example, hasn't been a shift at all because I have my own little office. So I've been working at home ever since I was a blogger. So I wanted someone who, this actually has been a major shift in terms of work. My sister who loves to do her hair and nails. can't do that anymore. Like, how is that adjusting? And then we, of course, also talk about dating. Let me backtrack. This episode is sponsored by the Class of Quarantine 2020 Sweatshirts. Yes, I'm sponsoring my own episode. I've made these sweatshirts if you haven't seen on my Instagram. Please go check it out. I've created these sweatshirts that are of the times and to also raise money for families in need with the majority of proceeds going to that. And this really fits well with this episode because, of course, my girl Sharona Dane was the one who came up with this concept. Erica Zizi, my friend, came up with the class of quarantine 2020 vibes. I'm giving her that credit. But my sister came up with the idea of doing these sweaters. So this is all because of her that we have this going on. And Lauren from Love is Blind just wore my sweater. OMG, I'm freaking out. So go check those out. Check me out on Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram, what are you doing with life? It is Elaine Haya E-L-A-I-N-E-C-H-A-Y-A. I would share my sister's Instagram, but she's so super picky about people that follow her that she won't accept you if you don't know her so sorry you guys but you can just check her out on my instagram and my tiktoks that's the best way to get in contact with her oh and also i'm going to put our first podcast episode we did together around like november or december for you guys to listen to that to get more acquainted about my sister generally speaking anyways love this episode love her she's so funny should i do more podcast episodes with her deanna Spear, who i talk about on every podcast episode is literally like forget about you you need to make this podcast series with you and your sister so you know what sure Dane, you are the the star just believe it a star has been born through my podcast you're welcome enjoy the episode and dm me with your thoughts should we do part two of what i tried to do last time it was really good when you whispered what was it called the ASMR or something like that what is that Oh, it's like when people listen to whispering as a form of relaxing them. I think people like YouTube these. Like whisper videos? Yeah. Ooh. That and remember when I used to be obsessed with those videos where they would peel soap? soap? Oh my God. Wait, what's the whisper song? No, it's an inappropriate song. Since you're no. a rapper. No, 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 who no, sings it? John? Yang Yang Twins. Yang Yang Twins. We're not doing that. But is that like the vibe? They start the trend. I haven't spent time listening to these whisper videos. Okay, well, to do an introduction, if you guys couldn't tell by now, I am with... Jerona Dane. Today, we're in quarantine day 85, and so I'm making her do a bunch of things like tie-dye a shirt, take photos, do TikToks, podcasts, because Deanna's not here, so I need a new slave to do things with We're like in quarantine funky fresh. What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. I just came up with it. I think that should be like our quarantine crew name or something. I like that. Yeah. That should be your hip-hop name. When I debut our next TikTok, should I call us quarantine funky fresh? Yeah. Is that cool or is that lame? At this point, I think anything is cool, considering where we're at in today's world. Well, I'm asking you because I feel like you just understand consumers and what the people want. Oh, because I'm the ultimate. Yeah, my sister, Sharona Dane, that I'm with right now is the ultimate consumer. If She tells me what's trending and what needs to be done from banana bread to tie dyeing shirts. Oh, did I give you the banana bread idea? I don't know, but I'm giving you the credit. Did but... you make it or was it mommy? No, mommy made oh. today's banana cake. Did you like it? Yeah, it was good. I it f- could have used chocolate chips. We're all works in progress, yeah. both literally and figuratively. Figuratively. My sister likes to do metaphors. That's why we're related. Little Gandhi vibes. So today's episode that I wanted to do with you because Buggy Poo too. Shout out to her. I'll tag her in this. She's one of my friends and followers, Nichelle. She's told me to do a podcast episode about the quarantine times and how people are dealing with this shift mentally, emotionally, physically, about dating during these times, about seeing friends. And so I felt like I should talk to you because I feel like you've been put through the wrath of an ultimate change. Because for me, I worked from home like for a million years now. So it's not that much different. So I needed an outsider who is adjusting to this because I feel like there's a lot of adjusting you're doing to it. So I wanted to talk about it. Sure. I didn't know that was what we were going to talk about today. Oh, I thought I gave you a little preview yesterday. Nope, not even mentally prepared for this, folks. Well, luckily, you've had 45 days in quarantine oh, already. Oh, natural. Has it really been 45? I have made that up. But like oh. four weeks, definitely. Yeah. We went to the Edition Hotel on March 7th. I was looking at it. Shout out to everyone Who was at the addition hotel? No comment. Okay. Yeah. So since then, that's almost been like a little over a month. Okay. So tell me like the first week you had to work from home. My sister is a lawyer. So she has shifted to having to work from an office to working at home. I wanted to know what was that shift for you having to start working from home? Well, I'm going to preface this by saying that I recognize that it's a luxury to be able to work from home considering what's going on these days. And that there are a lot of people who don't have that choice, whether they're healthcare workers who physically still need to like go quote into the office or people whose jobs just don't involve an option to work online remotely so they're not working and they're not making money right now so I am grateful and I just recognize the fact that it's a privilege that's a lawyer answer let's just preface that no because I'm not going to be like oh my god it's so hard it's a challenge and I think everyone is being challenged in different ways but I also recognize that my challenge Right now are luxuries compared to what other people are going through. Okay, now that we've put that aside, it's a luxury and you're grateful that you yeah, can do Yeah, don't edit that. that part out. This I'm is not, important. I'm leaving that Miss America Sharona Dane. Um, After that, put that aside. How has it been? You know, I think a lot of us are being forced to kind of look at ourselves right now. I feel like there have been dating coaches who've been like, you need to learn to be on your own before you can be with somebody else. And this is that recommendation kind of exaggerated times a thousand because really there's no choice. You can't distract yourself with going to the gym or going out with your friends and drinking or booking trips or events or this and that. None of those choices are available right now. So you really are left to yourself as a single person. Alternatively, if you're married with kids, the other challenge for those people is juggling if you're working and running a family and also finding the time for yourself when you are juggling the needs of other people. I'm going to speak to my experience as a single person again recognizing that it's probably different than other people I'm a very regimented person I do my morning workouts I come home I shower I change I drive for 30 40 minutes go to work do my thing and then I have the 30 40 minute drive back and in between that there are other errands and routines that are kind of a part of my everyday. and this is the first time where a lot of those options just aren't available to me you know sometimes we complain about the everyday push the struggle whatever it's interesting I used to dread my drives to work and I was always like, oh, I wish I lived closer to the office. And now I'm like, wow, those drives really helped me whether it was listen to a podcast or catch up with a friend on the phone. They were a really healthy transition from my personal life to my work life that I just never even thought to appreciate before. How is it also being confined to an area where you work is where you sleep and where you watch TV and that adjustment for you? You know, again, I'm very fortunate that the space is just mine. There aren't like 10 people living in a tiny space. But of course, it can be hard when you're the only person that you're with all the time. And your tiny dining table is also your working table. And it's also the table where you talk to all your friends if you're FaceTiming or whatever. So it is hard to not have that separation. But I think all of us, to the best of our abilities and resources and whatever, need to try to find ways right now to take care of our mental emotional and physical health. And if that means take a 30 minute break and lay out a yoga mat and do a quick class two feet away from where you're working just to create that difference, I think it's really important. A lot of people I've been talking to recently have been like, I feel so sad right now. And yes, there is this overarching sadness of there is an international pandemic. It's frightening. No one knows what to do with it. Some of us know people who've been physically affected by the virus and people have lost jobs jobs, people who are ill. I think it's okay to recognize the fact that this suspense, whether it's conscious or subconscious, is affecting us all right now. And there are days where we might feel a little unmotivated. You don't want to go do 20 jumping jacks and 100 jump ropes or whatever because you're just not feeling it. And I think it's also important to just be kind to yourself during this weird time. I don't know. I'm not an expert. Is there anything that you've been doing if you're having moments of panic or anxiety about everything? Is there anywhere that you go to or look or read or do? Well, by nature, I am an anxious person. So this has always been something that I've struggled to try to manage, pandemic or not. I think right now, I'm really trying to not read that many informational articles. It just doesn't serve me. I'm not the type of person who believes that ignorance is bliss, but I do feel like I'd rather not know right now because no one knows anything, honestly, at the end of the day. But what they do know is just keep your distance for now. So let's just live with that. I think watching mindless TV for me actually kind of helps calm my mind snacking which a lot of us are doing it's okay you don't have to come out of quarantine having written a novel or come up with the next big invention or have lost 20 pounds and have chiseled abs just do whatever feels right I guess what's been your favorite thing that you watched on TV a movie or a TV show as of quarantine life yes believe it or not I actually have not been watching that much TV because I've been really weirdly busy it sounds weird to say, but I've been very busy. I have started watching Listen to Your Heart, which is the new Bachelor Stars Born vibe. So they're living in the Bachelor Mansion, trying to find love, men and women, but they're also trying to find a musical partner to collaborate with. So it's an interesting spin, introduces a brand new class of people to Bachelor Nation, who I think have a lot of potential to be recycled into future Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelor, Bachelorette. Have we talked about this? No. My sister's oh. a huge. Huge Bachelor fan. I am a devout. Even if I'm not a fan of the lead, I will watch because how can you not? You know? Do these people that collaborate for the songs on the Snooth series, do they have to be like in love with each other? Can they just be like collaborating? Well, the collaborations usually happen if you like each other. There's like a date card, and Bob gets the date card, and it's his opportunity to ask someone on a date. And let's say he's like, Sharona, will you go on this date with me? And we're already both singers, and then our dates involve a singing experience. This is the cutest thing ever. Although, whatever. Anyway, I'm not going to give all my commentary about it. But this one guy got the card. He asked this other girl and then they went to Capitol Records and with like John Mayer's producer sang a cover of Gravity, which anyone who knows me knows that that is my favorite John Mayer song. Did you know that? No, I did not. Oh, then maybe no one knows. That. Mine is Slow Dancing in a Burning Room. That's, That's mine. yours. Yes. Yeah. See, I knew that. Did you know that? Yeah. And it's a very sad song. I don't know why it's your favorite. It's like depressing, but whatever. (laughs) speaking about dating okay wait backtrack before we get into dating because i still wanted to talk about differences in quarantine life so we did talk about this in the last podcast episode with you i'll put that in the show notes for everyone to go check that out after this one so good it was such a hit that's why i needed you back on this one cream of the crop we talked about how you have an important emphasis on doing your hair your nails your eyebrows and right now that can't happen i mean it needs to happen but i don't know i'm left to myself so how are you dealing with that? And what have you been doing to kind of still fulfill your needs and getting your hair done and your nails done and stuff like that? Again, I recognize that none of those things are important in the scheme of life, like in the scheme of a world pandemic. But I think to the extent we can and want to, we should be able to take care of ourselves and feel good, even if no one's seeing us. I'm learning how to do my hair I don't know how do you think my hair looks right now it looks good but I was saying because you asked Deanna and some other friends I've reached out to many people shout out to Richard White who I've been doing my hair for quite some time and Deanna and Tay I've pulled on every resource I could to figure out the healthiest safest way to try to do my hair it's no Richard White touch but it's because my sister had naturally curly hair and she strains it and blow dries it and she used to do that every week. So you have to now readjust and learn how to do it yourself. Remember when I said, I don't think I could survive on Survivor? Yeah. But I don't think that's because I can't handle like the bugs. I mean, I couldn't handle snakes. I feel like I would just turn into like a hairy human. So maybe this is preparing me for the show and then I could go on Survivor and win, what is it like $10 million? Is that what it is? Should I I go on Survivor? I don't know who I was saying this to, but I really think the next season of Survivor after This pandemic is going to make people so much more crafty. I don't even watch the show. I don't even know what the show is about anymore. What do you think has been the most interesting thing you've seen come in and out of quarantine? Any creative things that you've seen? Well, I see a lot of interesting Instagram ads trying to appeal to people's need to sanitize. Buy this $200 iPhone sanitizer. Leave your iPhone in there for 10 minutes and 99.99% of the germs are gone. And of course, it just made me paranoid because I'm like, I'm not about to. Spend $200 on an iPhone sanitizer. But then I'm like, Ew, is my phone that dirty? The one that you sent me about the brass key. What was that? That one's like $10. It's almost like a brass knuckle with a pointed finger. It sounds weird. It looks like a key. Yeah, that you put your finger through and that's what you use to press buttons like elevators or like gas station. And they're saying the brass is what disperses the germs. It repels the virus. Yeah. Now onto the most juicy topic of it all that everyone loves to talk about during these times and that even daddy asked me today is it still hot? or people still around? Oh my God, I can't. <laughs> we the, we which our parents to. ask us like literally every other day. What are your thoughts about dating in the quarantine times? And what have you seen from this? Because I'm like such an expert. Well, in this no, topic. it's just like you're a single person <laughs> oh. during these times. So what are your thoughts about it? Are you having anxiety that, oh my gosh, I can't go on dates with people? Are you liking the fact that you get to talk to people on the phone? Um, Generally speaking, I feel like there are different social anxieties for different reasons right and it's interesting that all the events are gone all the opportunities to go on formal dates are gone so many outlets for connecting with people are just not available the spiritual side of me has like a thousand theories on this which are give us some should we get into it yeah is that appropriate i had a rabbi on my last episode anything goes i think especially in the city of los angeles a lot of us everyone all of us value things sometimes that just aren't important and it could be as tiny as me like oh my god I need to get my nails done all the time that's not important and I recognize that it's not important I don't think I needed a pandemic to recognize that it's not important but I think the spiritual side of me I think believes that all of these things have been taken away from us because it's really our time to kind of look at ourselves and reevaluate what matters because right now all we're left with is our family basic literally essentials food water even from Amazon nothing is prime. Style anymore. You can only get the essentials. We're all learning patience. We're all learning boundaries by quote social distance, physical and figurative boundaries. We're all learning about kind of when we're not distracted with 10,000 different, I gotta go here, I gotta go there. What are we really like when we're not kept so busy with everything around us? So we're being pushed in many directions. How did you think that relates to dating? For me, I think my preference generally has always, not always, ideally you meet someone out in public, you know them, you connect with them, like you're not meeting them through technology. But as of late, just because of like my work lifestyle and whatever, like apps are an easier way to try to connect with people than physically going out putting yourself out there it's just not as productive I feel and it just doesn't happen for me that often because I don't have the time I think right now is forcing people it's pushing people to really build on emotional connection and not be distracted with the physical aspect whether it's looks whether it's physicality just not be swayed by that and really Gauge emotional compatibility. I keep joking that, like, the whole world is Shomer nagia right now. Which, which, for those who aren't Jewish, it's like you're not touching each other while you're dating. People who are, like, very observant, people of the opposite sex don't touch each other even if they're married. But of course, they touch their spouse, but no one else. But yes, it's this concept, particularly heightened during dating, where like, two people are dating and they don't touch at all, not even hug, kiss, handshake, nothing until their wedding. I do think, obviously, being physically attracted to someone is important. But it's just interesting that right now, if people are really respecting quarantine the way they should be, people are building bonds, which is nice. I actually support that. I think that's a good thing. Do you think because I have some friends who believe that just building an emotional bond is not enough and that you need to go on these physical dates with people? I agree. I think that that's important too. You can't decide to marry someone without having been out with them, be in different situations, comfortable and uncomfortable and learn about each other. I think that that's important too but for the beginning stages first month or whatever it's not a bad thing to be able to just build an emotional connection and really see if your personalities match and it has nothing to do with how do we look together in front of other people I've just heard so many different reasons why people choose to be together sometimes it's superficial and not for the essence of the souls connecting going to fancy restaurants none of that stuff matters it's really like are we bonded what is your take on social? Socially distanced dates. I have some friends who've gone on walks with their six feet apart from people on dates. Would you do that? I think everyone's different. A walk or like hanging out, but they're six feet apart. Would you Um, be open to doing that? I don't know. Currently, no. But even if you're going to walk with someone, you're not gaining more insight. Like I think the insight happens when you're actually like doing stuff together that's not just walking. But I think right now is a great time to plan creative virtual dates. Someone was telling me about a guy being like, "Hey, I'm gonna send you a bottle." of wine. Let's dress up tonight and do a virtual date over a glass of wine, you know, or I'm going to order myself a sushi dinner and you a sushi dinner if you're comfortable with ordering food out. I don't know. Everyone has a different theory about that. And let's eat sushi together. You know, you could still go on dates without going to a restaurant. I like that. I think that's sweet. I think that's sweet too. I think this is the time for guys to really flex the creativity muscles. Were you the one that sent me the meme today that said, yeah. I feel you You can say good problem. looking people? Yeah. Kind of feel bad for attractive people who are now having to communicate with their words for the first time and realizing they don't have a personality. There was like <laughs> an inside joke that I sent to Elaine. Elaine knew what I meant when I sent that. I know, but I'm just thinking of just boys in general so in addition to that in the terms of weddings daddy today was like i really feel like this is the time to shine for serious people to come out because weddings are always associated mainly people feel stressed out because they're like oh my god i have to spend all this money on and right now that's not gonna happen but i'm like well regardless if you're starting to date anyone now you're going to have a wedding at some point listen i think that at the end of the day people get married for different reasons and there are people right now who are choosing to get married in quarantine with literally five family members and that's it and they're happy with that and i think it's beautiful i think it's so nice i mean you and i always talk about we just want our people we don't care about a fancy crazy wedding but there are other people really that is something really critical for them and they're gonna hold off until they can have that moment and whatever to each their own yeah i don't think if people are holding off that doesn't mean they're not serious yeah but i don't think a guy for example who wasn't serious is suddenly gonna be like oh like i have to pay for a wedding now i'm gonna go get married yeah i think they're just like maybe slowly dying because they can't be around other people that they can just mess around with but i do think that these times if someone is serious looking for someone they're seriously going to On the dating apps and spending their time talking to people. Yeah, but that's pre or post quarantine. Yeah, but I feel like more efforts can be made now because now that's like the only option you have to meet people, and everyone doesn't have anything else to do. So the space of people being on dating apps is more than before. Hopefully, yeah. I think like you and I are on it. You're more avid swiper than I am, but for me, I'm like, oh, I need to spend more time doing this because this is the only option. Yeah, I mean, I think if someone is serious, they'll do what they need to do. So like, generally speaking. What do you see out of all this? What do you hope for the future when we come out of this pandemic? Do you think there's a lesson to be learned from everything that's happening? Because I believe everything happens for a reason. And there's something that we should be getting out of this as Rabbi Wolpe also said in my last episode that you guys should listen to. I think it kind of ties to what I was saying before. I hope it's forcing people to kind of reevaluate their value system. It's interesting. I feel like it's the first time where people are asking each other like, hey, how are you? How are you doing? People who aren't even friends. had to call this lawyer on Friday. I haven't talked to her in a few months. We had to work opposite each other. She lives in Connecticut. I've never even seen this woman in real life. When a deal is active, we interact with each other a lot. So I worked on a deal with her a few months ago. I had a question for her. And we've talked on the phone a handful of times. And it probably took 15 minutes for us to finish our how are you talking before it transitioned into work. And I was like, what city are you in again? Are you married with kids? How are you dealing with it? I love that. I'm all about how are you. I'm all about that life. And I just, I love the fact that people are just like, we're all in this weird alternate universe together and we're all just like, hey, how's it going? No one was ever doing that before. I hope that never goes away. I hope the pandemic goes away, but I hope the emotional intelligence of we're all going through something because pandemic or not, people are always going through something. I like that every call that I have now is a Zoom call. Even if it was with someone before that, I would have a phone call. Now it's a Zoom or like a video conference. I feel like there's an emotional connection that wasn't there before with people and even with my friends I was saying this to you like friends that I would see once a month we talk here and there we have a weekly video hangout now like once a week now I get to talk to them and see them even if we're in different cities it's a great way for people to be in touch I hope the putting in the effort like that doesn't go away where do you want to see this for yourself when you come out of this like do you have any goals and hopes or things that you've been seeing for yourself that you want to kind of accomplish or change or keep that you're doing now that you didn't do before i think generally it feels like the entire world has just slowed down and i feel like a lot of times i feel like i'm on a hamster wheel like i'm just go 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 go. i have to go here and then i have to go there and then I go. Blah, 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 blah. by the time i get home it's like 11 o'clock at night and i'm so tired and i have to do the same thing i again and again and again and again I appreciate the sense of quiet that's like around us right now and I think also the fact we've been keeping Shabbat together for the past like month has been really nice and I want to bring that sense of despite the chaos there can also be quiet I want to be better about integrating that into my daily life I love that do you have a final message for people listening to this podcast episode about something they should take Um, away from this? I think the final message is it's okay if you're going through waves. Some days are fine, some days aren't. Even if you're feeling annoyed that you can't go do what you think is a superficial task, that's fine. Everyone is dealing with their own thing. Who in a thousand years would have ever thought that there would be a paranoia around going to the grocery store and you would have to like pray and thank God that you get out there and be healthy and safe and like scared of everyone around you. I don't think anyone ever anticipated something like this. So I think there's this part of be easy on yourself. It's okay. Whatever you're going through is okay. There's zero judgment. There's no being ridiculous right now. So I think there's that. I also think all of us should really, whether it's taking a list or a mental note or whatever, really take note of the things that we are missing and may have even taken for granted before all of this. Because this can turn into a very big gratitude list. They always say you should like count all the things that you're grateful for and again who would have ever thought going to a coffee shop and the barista handing you a cup of coffee now it's like there's paranoia of like did they touch the cup Did they breathe on the lid these are things that I did not even recognize as like something to be grateful for grabbing a cup of coffee drinking it and remaining healthy just be grateful for the little things I'm saying this to myself too I love this conversation now you know my outro and you know I always ask my guests to do it so may I have you do the honors sure and then it's gonna go like that song yeah (laughs) all right let's do it until next time